Matagal na panahon na po ang nakakaraan, naalala ko, ako po ay nabisita sa bansang Australia. Nakarating na ba kasi sa Australia? Napakagandang bansa, no? beautiful country. So, pero napunta ho ako doon, karamihan no, ng mga nakilala ko mga tao doon ay matatangkad, maputi, mga Australiano talaga. So, ako lang yung maitim, at ako yung mukhang asyano, at ako yung kakaibang itsura. Naranasan ko ho kung paano ang madiscriminate. Naranasan nyo na ba kung paano madiscriminate? Yung parang hindi ka pinapansin, parang kinagagalitan ka, at parang kakaibang tingin nila sa'yo. Parang may gagawin kang masama, o may gagawin kang mali, o may gagawin kang kakaiba. It's very painful pala to be discriminated, ano? Parang nalungkot ako at nakaka-depress kasi parang ayaw nila sa'yo at parang hindi ka qualified at hindi ka accepted. You don't belong to the group. Alam nyo ba na ang Diyos ay hindi nagdi-discriminate? Sa paningin ng Diyos, lahat tayo ay pantay-pantay. In God's eyes, lahat tayo mahalaga. Kahit sa anong manlahi ka, anumang kulay ng balat mo, anumang itsura ng mata mo, anuman ang pinanggalingan mo, anuman ang mga pinagdadaanan mo sa buhay, mayaman ka man o mahirap, ikaw man ay European or Asian, ikaw man ay Western or Eastern, in God's heart, in God's mind, we are all valued, we are all loved, and we are all equal in the eyes of God. Alam nyo ba na ang Biblia ay nagtuturo sa atin Nang na Diyos, ang puso ng Diyos ay para sa lahat ng mga tao. He longs to save everyone. He longs for everyone to know the truth about Jesus Christ. Ang puso talaga ng Diyos ay ang bawat tao ay maabot ng mabuting balita. Nang na lahat ng mga tao sa mundo ay magkaroon ng pagkakataon na tanggapin ang pag-ibig na inaalok ng Diyos. Yun nga lang, marami pa rin ang ayaw. Itong mga nakaraang linggo, mga nakaraang buwan, pinag-uusapan natin ang The Book of Romans. Actually, ang sentro ng message na to is about God's offer of salvation. Yung pag, pagmamahal ng Diyos sa mga tao at gusto niyang iligtas ang mga tao. Let me summarize the messages that we have talked about by going through the Bible storyline. Alam niyo na na ang buong kwento ng Biblia ay nahati sa apat na bahagi. The story of the Bible can be divided into four parts. Yung una, creation. Nilikha ng Diyos ang sanlibutan, kasama ang tao. Kaya lang, yung sumunod na kabanata is the fall. Bumaksak ang tao dahil sa kasalanan. Naging matigas ang ating puso, tinalikuran natin ang Diyos. Pero hindi doon nagtapos ang kwento. The third part is redemption, ang pagliligtas ng Diyos. Sa redemption daw, meron daw tatlong mahalagang aspeto. The first is Israel chosen to bring forth the Messiah. Yung pangalawang aspeto ng redemption is Christ, the chosen Savior of the world, the Messiah. At yung pangatlo is the church chosen to be conformed to Christ. And ultimately, balang araw, yung huling kabanata ng kwento ng Biblia is restoration. Yung bang new heaven and new earth? Ah, lahat gagawin ng Diyos na maayos. Lahat ng mali ay maitatama. Lahat ng mga kasalanan ay mawawala at mapaparusahan. At lahat ng nawala ay ibabalik ng Diyos. God will restore all things and God will make all things new. Kabahagi sa aspect ng redemption is the book of Romans. Actually, the message of Romans can be divided into two parts. Nalala nyo, di ba? The first part ng Romans is 
called Receiving the Gospel, chapters 1 to 11, na tayo ay niligtas ng Diyos, pinawalang sawala ng Diyos, pinatawad ng Diyos, at binago ng Diyos dahil kay Jesus Christ na namatay para sa atin. Yung second part naman ng Book of Romans is chapter 12 to 16. Ito yung how do we apply, how do we live out what we have received? How does our life lives become good news? Paano nga ba nagiging totoo sa ating buhay ang pagliligtas, ang pagpapatawad, at ang magandang balita ng Diyos? Oh, let me summarize today what the gospel is all about. Siguro marami nagtatanong sa inyo, no? ano nga ba ang gospel? What is the good news? Ano bang magandang balita? Ito yon. G stands for God created us to be with Him. Sa totoo lang, gusto ng Diyos na makasama tayo at ang pagmamahal niya ay maging maranasan natin forever. Kaya lang, our sins separate us from God. Dahil sa ating kasalanan, tayo ay nahiwalay sa Diyos. Tayo ay napawalay sa Diyos. At hindi tayo makalapit sa Diyos dahil sa kasalanan. Sins cannot be removed by good works. So nagsisikap tayo magpakabait, magpakareliyoso, lahat ng mga good works natin, hindi yun sapat para mawala yung ating mga kasalanan. Ito ngayon ang solusyon. Paying the price for sin, Jesus died and rose again. So namatay si Jesus, nabuhay siyang muli, napagtagumpayan niya ang mga kasalanan, binayaran niya ang ating mga kasalanan. Everyone who trusts in Him alone has eternal life. Ang sino mang magtiwala kay Jesus, ang sino mang sumampalataya kay Jesus, ay magkakaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan. Ganda, no? And then finally, letter L, life with Jesus starts now and lasts forever. O, ayan na, alam niyo na, the gospel, the good news, ang magandang balita, is really all about God sending us the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. But we have to receive that gift. So it's the giving and receiving of a gift. That's the gospel. The love of God sends Jesus Christ as a gift to the world, as a payment for our sins, a savior to the world, at tayo ay binibigyan ng pagkakataon to say yes to the gift or say no to the gift. Tatanggapin mo ba o hindi ang regalo ng Diyos? So ang ating daw kaligtasan ay mayroon ding tatlong bahagi, three stages of salvation, past, present, and future. Tinan niyo to. Salvation is, in a sense, past tense because nung tinanggap natin si Jesus, we were separated from the penalty of sin. Tayo ay binayaran, pinatawad, pinawalang sala dahil namatay si Jesus para sa atin. Ang tawag doon ay justification. Pero yung second part, after mong maborn again, after mong matawad, after mong patawarin at maligtas ng Diyos, ang tawag dyan ay, we are now being separated from the power of sin. Tayo ay unti-unting binabaklas, binabago, pinapababanal ng Diyos. Tinatanggal niya yung ating masamang ugali, yung ating mga makasalanang gawi. Ang tawag dyan ay sanctification. Yung pangatlong part, the last part of our salvation, future tense. One day, we will be separated from the presence of sin. Balang araw, totally, we will be sinless. We will be perfect. Wala ng struggle, wala ng temptation. Ang tawag dyan is glorification. Ah, ang ganda, no? So, salvation has three parts. Justification, sanctification, glorification. So, kung tinanggap mo na si Jesus, ikaw ay tapos na sa justification. Pero, 
ngayon, dumadaan tayo sa, sa sanctification. Tayo ay pinapabanal ng Diyos. Tayo ay binabago ng Diyos. But balang araw, one day, we will see Jesus face to face and we will be glorified. Ngayong araw na ito, pag-uusapan natin ang Romans chapter 9, chapter 10, chapter 11, part 3. So itong Three chapters na to ay parang magkakaduktong. Isang, kumaga, isang kwento, isang mensahe sila ng Book of Romans. Let me summarize the three chapters for you. Yung chapter 9 is all about the election or the choosing of the nation of Israel. Pinili ng Diyos ang bansang Israel para sa kanila manggaling ang tagapagligtas. Yung second part is the rejection of the Messiah by the nation of Israel. Ibig sabihin, sila na nga ang nagbigay ng tagapagligtas sa mundo, pero sila mismo ay hindi tumanggap at hindi nagtiwala sa tagapagligtas. And chapter 11 is all about the salvation of the nation of Israel. So ayan ang Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11. In a nutshell, it talks about the nation of Israel, God's dealings and God's relationship and God's Way of relating with His own people, the chosen people of Israel. So, yun talaga ang mensahe ng Romans chapter 9, chapter 10, and chapter 11. God is sovereign and human beings are free. Both truth can exist together. Pareho namang totoo na ang Diyos ang may control ng mga nangyayari sa mundo. Pero at the same time, ang mga tao ay merong decision, meron tayong pagpipili. We have choices. For example, may mga bagay sa mundo o sa buhay mo na pinili ng Diyos. Hindi ikaw namili. Pumili ang Diyos ng magulang mo. Pinili ng Diyos kung saan kay papanganak. Pinili ng Diyos kung anong bansa o anong lahi ikaw magiging. Pwede mo bang piliin kung sinong magulang mo? Hindi. Pwede mo bang piliin kung anong bansa ka magiging? Hindi. Sana ikaw ay pinanganak na Australian o pinanganak ka na German o pinanganak ka na French. Eh, hindi mo naman pinili yon. God has predestined, so to speak, many things in our lives and many things in our world that we did not choose. Pero marami ding mga bagay sa mundo na tayo ang namili, na ikaw ang namili. That means you choose, for example, sinong papakasalan mo? Saan ka mag-aaral? Anong trabaho ang gagawin mo? Hinayaan ka ng Diyos na mamili kung mamahalin mo ba ang Diyos o hindi. Tatanggapin mo ba si Jesus o hindi? Gagawa ka ba ng pasama o mabuti? Ayan. Ano? So, so it's like God has choices, but humans are also allowed to be responsible for their choices. Tinan niyo to. Sabi ni A.W. Tozer, God sovereignly decreed that man should be free to exercise moral choice. And man from beginning has fulfilled that decree by making his choice between good and evil. Man's will is free because God is sovereign. A God less than sovereign could not bestow moral freedom upon his creatures. He would be afraid to do so. Sa madaling salita, sinasabi ni A.W. Tozer na ang Diyos, hindi siya natatakot at hindi siya kakabakaba na ang mga nilikha niyang tao ay may kalayaang mamili. The freedom to choose between good and evil, the freedom to choose between obeying God or disobeying God. Dahil ang Diyos kampante siya na yun ay kabahagi ng pagmamahal, kabahagi ng kanyang plano na ang mga tao ay may kalayaang mamili. So is the future closed? 
Sarado na ba? Lahat ba predestined na? Lahat na tinakda na? Pinili na ng Diyos? Or is the future still open? We can still change the future. We can still make choices that will affect our destiny. Well, the truth is, the future is partly closed. There are things in this world or in our lives na pinili na ng Diyos. But the future is partly open. God still invites us to be responsible, to be wise, to choose what is good and what is beautiful. Ah, pinapaybayagan pa rin tayo ng Diyos na mamili kung ano ang ating gagawin sa maraming bahagi ng ating buhay at sa ating mundo. Tinan niyo to. Sabi ni Max Locado, God made man. Man rejected God. God won't give up until he wins him back. God will whisper, he will shout, he will touch and tug. If there are a thousand steps between us and him, he will take all but one. But he will leave the final one for us. The choice is ours. Please understand, his goal is not to make you happy. His goal is to make you his. Ang ganda, no? Ibig sabihin, ang Diyos daw, while he is all-powerful, he is all-knowing, he is also all-loving. That means He controls much of our world and much of our lives except for the decisions that He allows us to make. He invites us to respond. Kaya, mapapansin nyo, ang kwento ng Bible, ang invitation ng Gospel, is God initiates, we respond. God invites, we come. God gives, we receive. It's always a two-way relationship. Ang Diyos ang nagsimula, ang kaligtasan ay inaalok ng Diyos, pero kailangan natin magtiwala kay Jesus. Kailangan natin tanggapin ang regalo ng Diyos. Tandaan nyo to. Mula pa kay Abraham, Isaac, at kay Jacob, ay pinangako ng Diyos ang pagdating ng tagapagligtas. At ito nga ay natupad ng piliin ng Diyos ang bansang Israel upang tagapagdala ng mabuting balita para sa lahat ng tao sa buong mundo upang ang sino mang pamanggap kay Kristo ay magiging kasama sa pamilya ng Diyos. The selection of Israel resulted in salvation for the world. It has always been an open invitation. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Merong apat na katotohanan na pag-aaralan natin ngayong araw na ito patungkol dito sa Romans chapter 9, 10, and chapter 11. Ito yung una. God's mercy is offered for all people. There is no discrimination. Wala sa Biblia, kahit saan mo hanapin na tinuturo na ang Diyos ay namili ng mga taong mamahalin niya lang at yun lang ang maliligtas papuntang langit. At meron siya mga kinagalitan, kinainisan at ayaw tanggapin at ayaw piliin at yun ay nilikha niya papuntang impyerno. Wala kang makikitang ganoon. Lahat na makikita mong kwento sa Biblia, talata sa Biblia, mga prinsipyo at mga katotohanan at mga panuntunan sa Biblia ay nagtuturo sa atin sa puso ng Diyos, pagmamahal niya sa buong sanlibutan, ang kanyang kabaitan at kanyang awa na inaalok sa buong sangnilikha. Mahapansin mo yan pag tinignan mo yung buhay ni Jesus. Ay, wala siyang dinidiscriminate, wala siyang inaapi, wala siyang iniiwasan, at wala siyang tinatanggihan. Kahit yung mga madudumi, kahit yung mga tinatanggihan ng mga reliyosong tao, yung hindi tanggap ng lipunan, inaakap ni Jesus. If you want to know God, you have to just have to look at Jesus Christ. He loves people. 
He loves sinners. He even loves his enemies. He even died for his enemies. No discrimination. Kaya any teaching that suggests that God discriminates and that God unfairly creates people to be condemned and punished in hell even before they were born, parang ang layo. Hindi talaga swak sa teaching ng Bible. Actually, the whole story of the Bible is about God choosing a people where the Messiah will be born. And through that people, through that nation, the nation of Israel, all other nations will be blessed. Yun talaga ang puso ng Diyos. Lahat ng bansa, lahat ng tao, pero lahat yung dadaan, lahat sila ay mapagpapala dahil sa bansang Israel. Because the Savior, the Messiah, will come from Jacob's family, from Abraham's family, the nation of Israel. So ito yung binabanggit ni Apostle Paul sa Book of Romans na mystery. The mystery that was hidden throughout the ages. Kumaga, parang wala nakakaalam. Ano bang ibig sabihin? Ano bang ginagawa ng Diyos? Bakit niya pinili siya ko? Bakit niya pinili ang bansang Israel? And why are the Gentiles, itong mga hindi-Hudyo, non-Israelites, are now coming? And the Israelites are rejecting the Messiah. That was the mystery all about. Sabi ng Romans chapter 11, verse 25, I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery, brothers and sisters, so that you may not be conceited. Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the full number of the Gentiles has come in. So kakaiba to, no? Parang yung bansa, yung mga tao na pinanggalingan ng tagapagligtas, ayaw nila, tinanggihan nila si Jesus. Sabi ng Bible, Jesus came to His own, to His own people, to His own family, to His own nation, but they re- rejected Him. They did not receive Him. Pero itong mga tao na hindi kasama sa bansang Israel, sila ngayon yung tumatanggap sa Messiah. That's a mystery that is now being revealed. That the people outside Israel are now being included into the people of God. Sabi ng Ephesians chapter 1, verses 8 to 10, He made known to us the mystery of His will. Itong hiwaga ng kalooban ng Diyos according to His good pleasure which He purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. Ang plano talaga ng Diyos ay yung Kanyang awa, His mercy and His grace and His love will be poured out on the nation of Israel so that all the nations will receive His mercy and His love and His grace as well. Diba? So ang puso talaga ng Diyos ay ang lahat ng mga tao sa buong mundo. But His plan is to bring that salvation through the Jews. Akala kasi ng mga Hodyo sila lang eh. Akala nila sila lang yung pinili at the rest of humanity is condemned at sila lang yung pinagpala ng Diyos. Parang, edi wow, sa'yo na lahat, nasa'yo ng kautosan, nasa'yo na yung Mesaya, nasa'yo na lahat ng pagkapala ng Diyos, yung awa ng Diyos. Kayo lang? Kayo lang ang anak ng Diyos? Kayo lang ang mahal ng Diyos? Yun ang binabaklas ni Apostle Paul dito. He's trying to dismantle that wrong assumption that they were just exclusive, that the salvation of God is restricted, parang pinipigilan na maligtas ang maraming tao. So, Yung predestination or the teaching of election is actually Paul teaching us or sharing to us that God is not exclusively Jewish. Ah! Ibig sabihin, akala kasi ng mga Hodyo na yung tagkaligtasan ay para sa kanila lang. Sinasabi ni Apostle Paul, no. God, in fact, chose that salvation 
will be open for all, but it has to come through you. That His compassion is for all people, that His mercy is for all nations, and that He is inviting all nations to come because of Israel. Parang naalala niyo sa Gospel of Luke, sinabi ni Jesus, merong inimbitahan, pumunta sa banquet, pero maraming tumanggi. Yung mga inimbitahan, ayaw, dumalo dun sa kanilang handaan. Pero yung nag-imbita, binigay na lang yung imbitasyon sa lahat ng mga nasa lansangan. Yung mga maliliit, yung mga walang kaya, yung mga maihina, at yung mga maihirap, Yun, yun, lahat yun papasukin. So that my house may be full. So everyone was invited. But those who were originally invited, they rejected the invitation. Parang ganun yung scenario dito, no? The people of Israel rejected the gospel. They rejected the Messiah. To the benefit of those, all people, to be invited to the house of God. Yeah, that's the gospel. So a proper understanding of the doctrine of election or predestination is really all about that. All humans are now invited to the banquet. All people, all sinners are now invited to the banquet of God, invited to the house of God. God's salvation is inviting the blind, the lame, the poor, those who are needy and those who are broken, those who are thirsty, they are invited to come. So, minsan magtataka ka rin, ano? saan ba nanggagaling yung ganong kaisipan, ganong katuroan, na ang Diyos ay meron lang pinili at sila lang, sila lang yung bubuhusan ng Diyos ng pagmamahal at pagliligtas at pagkapatawad, at yung iba ay hahayaan ng, ng Diyos, hindi napapansinin ng Diyos. Parang mali, ano? sabi ko, sino bang nag-isip nun? Saan ba nanggaling yung ganong katuroan? Na pinapakita sa atin, it's portraying an image of God that is not merciful, an image of God that is, who is not good, who is not loving, na parang meron lang siyang favorite. Ah! So, pag tinignan natin yung ganong katuroan, ang layo sa ugali ng Diyos, na mabuti, mapagmahal, mapagpasensya, punong-punong awa, ang layo sa ugali at sa buhay ni Jesus. When you see Jesus, when He lived His life on earth, Maraming galit sa kanya ng mga self-righteous religious people. Kasi ang nilalapitan ni Jesus, yung mga taong nangangailangan sa kanya. Yung mga madudumi, at yung mga hindi pala simba, at yung mga nasa lansangan, at yung mga makasalanan, at yung mga whose lives are broken, and who need healing, and who need the rescuing from the Savior. And so that is why, Itong mga Jews, ganoon din yung pakiramdam nila. Di ba kami lang yung pinili? Di ba kami lang ang mahal ng Diyos? Bakit, bakit merong lumalapit sa gospel? Bakit may mga tao na naliligtas ng Diyos at pinapakitaan ng awa ng Diyos na hindi kasama sa amin? And so, the doctrine of election was misunderstood that way. Naakala nila, oh, merong paborito ang Diyos. Merong pinili ang Diyos na Iilan lang while the rest of humanity is condemned. Sabi ng Romans chapter 11 verse 32, God has imprisoned all in disobedience so that He might have mercy on all. O yan ha, alam nyo na ha? Ang awa daw ng Diyos ay para sa lahat, hindi lang para sa iilan. Salvation totally belongs to God, 
but it is a gift that is being offered. Kumaga, oo, ang kaligtasan ay sa Diyos lang. Walang ibang pwedeng magligtas sa atin, hindi ang ating sariling mabuting gawa, hindi ang ating sariling galing o lakas, hindi yung ating pagiging relihiyoso. It's not our, our own righteousness, it's not our own good works that will save us or will bring us eternal life or will grant us forgiveness. Kundi it's salvation that comes from God. Ang just lang talaga makapagliligtas sa atin. But that salvation is a gift being offered to us. So, kailangan nating tanggapin. Kailangan nating tanggapin yung regalong hinahandog ng Diyos. So, oh, the only requirement for us to be saved is faith. Yung pagtitiwala kay Jesus. Yun lang. And faith is not good works. Faith is actually a humbling of ourselves. Surrendering of our lives. Lord, hindi ko po kayang iligtas ang sarili ko. Sa'yo ko kakapit, sa'yo ko magtitiwala. Kay Jesus lang po ako titingin. Yung ginawa ni Jesus, Panginoon, ay sapat na upang ako ay mapatawad. So kaya, dinidigdik talaga ni Apostle Paul, ano? that salvation is by grace, through faith, not because of the law, not because of good works. It is a gift of God para wala tayong ipagmalaki. Yun yung nangyayari dito. No? Yung mga Jews, Meron silang pinagmamalaki. Oh, kami, kami nasa, atin, nasa amin ng kautosan. Kami sumusunod sa kautosan ni Moses. Kami ay mga pinili ng Diyos. Kami ay circumcised. Yung mga yan, hindi naman yan circumcised eh. Yung mga yan, wala naman sa kanilang kautosan eh. Yung mga yan, hindi naman yan qualified eh. Ba't yan dinililigtas ng Diyos? Yun, yung kanilang kaisipan. Parang kami lang, kami lang ang pinili. O ngayon, meron din nga mga nag-iisip ha. Oh, kami lang ang pinili. Kayo, hindi naman kayo pinili ng Diyos eh. Kami lang. Kami lang. Meron lang pinili ang Diyos na iilan. Kayo, hindi. Kahit anong gawin ninyo. Hindi kayo papansinin ng Diyos. Hindi kayo mahal ng Diyos. Kunwari lang na mahal kayo ng Diyos, pero hindi. Kami lang. Kami lang. That kind of thinking goes back to that time when the Jews, in the time of Paul, were boasting. Parang feeling nila, sila lang talaga. Pero napahiya sila. The Apostle Paul says, Sino man ang lumapit kay Jesus? Sino man ang tumawag sa Panginoong Jesus? Siya'y maliligtas. That's the gospel. That's the good news. Tinan niyo to. Sabi ng Romans chapter 5, verse 1, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to the sharing God's glory. So, faith lang talaga. No? We are justified by faith. Tayo daw ay pinawalang sala dahil sa pagtitiwala kay Jesus. Hindi dahil sa lahi mo, hindi dahil sa ankan mo, hindi dahil sa kung saan ka nang galing na religion or na pamilya, but because of our trust in Jesus Christ. By faith alone. Sabi ng Acts chapter 16, verse 31, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. That's why it's called good news because it's now open for all human beings. It's not exclusive. It's not restricted. It's not limited for a chosen race or a chosen group. Sabi ng Romans chapter 1, verse 16, The good news about Christ, it is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes. Ayan na, everyone daw. The Jew first and also the Gentile. Kaya nakakalungkot kapag ka mayroong mga kaisipan o katuroan na parang sinisira nila yung portrait of God as good and loving and welcomes everyone. The God who is generous and invites and welcomes and embraces 
all sinners. Parang sinasabi nila na ang Diyos daw ay merong favorite, na ang Diyos daw ay merong discrimination, na ang Diyos daw ay unfairly rejecting some people simply because He hates them or He does not like them. But Christ reveals to us who God is. Pinapakita sa atin ni Jesus. Pag tinanong mo yung buhay ni Jesus, nakakatawa, no? Napakabuti, napakahumble, He's a servant of all, He's a friend of sinners, so much kindness and mercy and generosity and compassion in His life. And that is the God of the universe. That is the God of creation. You see Jesus, you see God. Sabi ng Romans chapter 2, verse 10 to 11, There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. But there will be glory and honor and peace for, from God for all who do good, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. Tinan nyo to, God does not show favoritism. Oh, ayan ha, alam na alam na natin, no? God does not show favoritism. Wala, lahat. Pantay-pantay sa Diyos. If you deserve judgment and punishment, you will have it. But if you deserve God's favor and God's love and God's eternal life, if you trust Jesus, you will have it. Sabi ng 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4 to 6, God, our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth, For there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. He gave His life to purchase freedom for everyone. Ayan ha, walang pinipili ang Diyos. Namatay si Jesus para sa lahat. He died for everyone. He gave His life for everyone. Not just for a chosen few, everyone. Ito pa, sabi ng 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. O, oh, ayan na naman, ano? He does not want anyone to perish. Hindi daw pwede. Naituro mo na ang Diyos ay gusto niya mapunta sa impyerno yung mga tao. Meron siyang pinili, hindi pa pinapanganak. Pinili niya na na Parusahan sa impyerno. That's not God. That's not Jesus. That's not the Bible. That's wrong to teach that. Ito naman yung pangalawang katotohanan na makikita natin dito sa Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11. God's mercy goes against human boundaries. There is no barrier. Actually, pag sinuturo sa Bible ang election o pagpili ng Diyos, It talks about Jesus Christ. Of course, it talks about Israel, but it talks about Jesus Christ. Si Jesus ang pinili talaga ng Diyos. Kaya ang tawag kay Jesus, the chosen one. He is the elect of God. So, God chose Jesus Christ to be the Savior. And anyone who trusts Jesus, anyone who believes in Jesus, becomes part of God's choosing. We become part of God's elect because of Jesus Christ. Tinan niya to. Sabi ng Ephesians chapter 1, 3-4, The Father, He chose us in Christ. Galing, ano? Before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless. So, God chooses us, God elects us because we are in Christ. Kung tayo ay nagtiwala kay Jesus, tayo ay tumanggap kay Jesus, 
tayo ay kabahagi sa mga pinili ng Diyos. So, sabi dito, God has no boundaries. The mercy of God goes beyond boundaries. Ano ba yung mga boundaries na humahad lang sa atin para ipamahagi ang magandang balita sa iba? Na ipamahagi si Kristo sa iba? One boundary is ethnicity and race. Ito yung nangyayari dito na the Jews, hindi lang matanggap, hindi lang masikmura na itong mga Gentiles na ito na kumakain ng baboy, na mga Gentiles na ito na hindi sumunod-susunod sa kautosan at walang kalam-alam tungkol kay Moses at tungkol sa Jewish religion ay tinatanggap ng Diyos. Yun sa kanila, ethnicity. Parang tingin nila sa lahat ng hindi tuli, sa lahat ng mga hindi Jewish at hindi lahat ng Hudyo ay parang mga hindi talaga tao, hindi dapat mahalin ng Diyos. Another barrier is gender. Di ba? Naalala niyo ba yun? Yung mga Hudyo, pag nagdasal daw sila, Lord, salamat dahil hindi ako Gentile at hindi ako babae. Yun? So, they think that they are superior because they are male. So that's another barrier, ano, boundary. O minsan, ang, ang barrier din natin is economic barrier. May mga tao na, ang tingin nila, may mga tao na dahil hindi sila mayaman o hindi sila economically acceptable, yung status nila sa buhay, ay hindi sila mahal ng Diyos at hindi sila pinagpapala ng Diyos. Kung maga, ah, kaya naghihirap niya kasi pinaparosahan ng Diyos. May mga ganun daw mga barrier sa ating mga isip. Or maybe religion or politics, di ba? Ilan ba ang friend mo tsaka binlock mo dahil sa politics? Kasi tingin mo sa kanila, ay hindi sila tao. Ay hindi sila mahal ng Diyos. Hindi sila dapat tanggapin. Hindi sila dapat mahalin. <laughs> and then, in this case, Jews and Gentiles. That's a barrier. Ano? Some people believe na pag hindi ka Hudyo, ay hindi ka ililigtas ng Diyos. But Paul is telling us through the book of Romans that God has broken those barriers. No more boundaries. No more barriers. The mercy of God is for all people. It's for everyone. Anyone who comes to Jesus are welcomed by God, are saved by God. Ang sino mang tumawag kay Jesus, ang sino mang magtiwala kay Jesus, ay tatanggapin ng Diyos. Sabi ng Romans chapter 11, verse 17 to 24, Indeed, any Jews who did not believe in Jesus were cut off from the elect people. And any believing Gentiles who stopped believing will likewise be cut off. While anyone who comes to faith, whether Jew or Gentile, will be incorporated into God's people. Ang ganda, no? So, this is part of the mystery, ano? That the Gentiles and the Jews become one body. They are accepted in Christ if they have faith, if they receive the grace of God through Jesus Christ. Kaya nga sabi ng Ephesians chapter 2, don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised hidden by the Jews who were proud of their circumcision even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. In those days, you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel and you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You Gentiles lived in this world without God and without hope. But now you have been united with Christ Jesus. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to Him through the blood of Christ. For Christ Himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people. When in His own body on the cross, He broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in Himself 
one new people from the two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of His death on the cross. And our hostility toward each other was put to death. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Ang ganda, no? Kumbaga, tayo daw, tayo yung Gentiles, kasi hindi tayo Hudyo eh, di ba? Tayo yung mga hindi kabilang sa people of Israel. Tayo daw ay, dati, tayo ay napawalay sa Diyos, tayo ay walang Diyos, tayo ay malayo, tayo ay kinonsider na talagang patungo sa kapamahakan, tayo ay patungo sa kaparusahan dahil wala sa atin ang tunay na Diyos. Pero dahil daw kay Jesus, winasak niya na yung pader na naghihiwalay sa atin, sa Israel, yung naghiwalay sa atin sa mga Hudyo. Now, we become one people. We become one body because of Jesus Christ. Now, we belong to the family of God. Kahit hindi na tayo, kahit hindi tayo taga-Israel, kahit hindi tayo Jews, even though we do not belong to the people of Israel, we are now adopted as sons of Abraham. We are the engrafted branches. Kung ang Israel ay puno, tayo daw ay mga sanga na dinikit sa puno. Dahil kay Kristo. Oh, wow! So the same blessings that Israel have is the same blessings that we have now. We have the grace of God. We have the Spirit of God. We have the forgiveness of God. We have the salvation of God. Hindi lang doon sa mga Israelites na tumanggap kay Jesus. Tayo mga Gentiles na tumanggap din kay Jesus are now equally loved by God. No boundaries. No barriers. No more Pride, no more boasting, no more hostility. We are all one body in Jesus Christ. Ang ganda, no? So, ibang klase talaga tong gospel na to, no? The good news is really all, all about not only setting us free from our slavery to sin or from our condemnation, but it's also setting us free from hostility na feeling natin tayo lang ang mahal ni Lord. Pero yung iba ay hindi. Lahat ng tumanggap kay Jesus ay tanggap ng Diyos. Jews and Gentiles. Sabi ng Colossians chapter 1, verse 26, This mystery hidden for the ages and generations are now revealed in Christ. Diba? Kumbaga, the revelation of the mystery kept secret since the world began but now made manifest to all nations for obedience to the faith. Remember that Christ came as a servant to the Jews, to show that God is true to the promises He made to their ancestors. He also came to the Gentiles so that the Gentiles might give glory to God for His mercies to them. So, kaya nga sabi ng Romans 15, 10-11, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with His people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples extol Him. Ayan, so parang tayo, pwede na tayong magdiwang at magpuri na, Lord, salamat po, ako ay ligtas, ako ay pinatawad na. Hindi ko na kailangang dumaan sa mga requirements of the law and requirements of circumcision and requirements of the Jews because now I stand equally forgiven, equally loved to the Jews who have received Jesus and to the Gentiles, with the Gentiles who received Jesus Christ. That's the good news. Yun ang magandang balita na sinasabi ni Apostle Paul sa Book of Romans. Sabi ng verse 9 to 13, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Anyone who believes in Him will never be put to shame. 
For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. Yan. The same Lord is the Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on Him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Oh wow, this is good. This is beautiful. The good news is really all about God inviting all nations, all people from all races, Jews and Gentiles to believe in Jesus Christ. So we become part of one family, one body, one people, one new people of the new covenant. Ito naman yung pangatlong katotohanan na makikita natin dito sa Romans 9, 10, 11, 11. God's mercy triumphs even when we fail. There is no fear. Ito yung isang napakaganda tungkol sa awa ng Diyos na tayo ay nire-restore ng Diyos kung tayo ay nadadapa, kapag tayo nagkakamali, o kapag tayo'y tumatalikod sa Diyos. Naranasan mo na bang tumalikod sa Diyos? Naranasan mo na bang hindi magtiwala sa Diyos? Naranasan mo na bang magtampo sa Diyos? Yun ang nangyari sa bansang Israel. They rejected God. They turned their backs on God. Muntakin nyo, no? Itong bansang Israel, they receive all the blessings. ba? Pinalaya sila mula sa Egypt. Dumaan sila sa dagat na pula. At hinati ng Diyos yung dagat, nakatawid sila. Tapos giniginaw sila sa gabi, binigyan sila ng Diyos sa apoy. May apoy! Habang naglalakad sila sa wilderness. Tapos sa, 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 sa umaga, ang init-init, binigyan sila ng Diyos ng ulap. Krabe, no? Cloud by day and fire by night. Tapos nagugutom sila. Nagpadala ang Diyos ng mga pugo, mga ibong pugo, no? Quail! Para meron silang pagkain. Diba? Nagpadala ang Diyos ng bread from heaven, mana, para hindi sila magutom. San ka pa? Naranasan nila, nauuhaw sila. Ang Diyos nagpadala ng ilog sa gitna ng disyerto. Lahat ng blessings na sa kanila na. Pero tinalikuran nila ang Diyos. Tinalikuran nila, tinanggihan nila si Jesus. The Savior sent by God. Iba klase, no? Kung ikaw siguro ang Diyos, parang Walang niya pala kayo eh. After all that I did for you, my faithfulness and my love and mercy, ito'y gaganti nyo sa akin. Kaya nga itong mga, itong mga Israel, parang kinumpara na ng Lord kay, kay Pharaoh. Di ba? Sabi ni Apostle Paul, Pharaoh's heart was hardened because Pharaoh kept on resisting and resisting God. No? Talagang puro na lang, no, no, no. Ayoko, ayoko sa Diyos. Hindi ko tutuparin ang kalooban ng Diyos. Ayaw ko sa Diyos. So, dahil tinitigasan niya ang puso niya, hinayaan na sa ng Diyos. Tumagis, pinatigas na rin ng Diyos ang puso niya. Parang ganito yung nangyayari sa bansang Israel. They were hardened by God temporarily. Pero yung kanilang katigasan ng ulo at katigasan ng puso ay naging blessing sa mga Gentiles. Dahil tinanggahin nila ang Messiah, ito ngayon ibang mga bansa. All the nations of the world, all the people of the world are benefiting from their temporary hardenedness and temporary blindness. Tinan niyo to. Romans 11, 30-31, Just as you Gentiles were at one time disobedient to God and have now received mercy as a result of their disobedience, so they, the Jews too, have now become disobedient in order that they too may now receive mercy as a result of God's mercy to you. Muntakin nyo, ano? Sinaktan mo ang Diyos, tinalikuran mo ang Diyos, pero sabi, He still offers mercy once they come back to the Lord. Amen? Di ba kapag tinalikuran mo ang Diyos, ang Diyos nag-aantay 
kung babalik ka sa kanya. Hindi kanya pipilitan, hindi kanya pipilitin, hindi kanya kokontrolin, hindi kanya tatakutin. <laughs> Pero aantayin kanya. It's like the father who waits for the prodigal son to come back home. Di ba naalala niyo yung kwento ng ama na mayroong anak na nagrebelde, nilustay lahat ng kayamanan niya, buhay pa yung tatay niya, kinuha niya na yung mana niya, at nagpakasarap sa syudad, nilustay ang pera sa lahat ng bisyo, sa lahat ng layaw ng laman, sa lahat ng kasarapan, at nang maubos na, siya ngayon ay nagtatrabaho bilang tagapagpakain ng mga baboy, siya ay nakatira sa babuyan, at ang kinakain niya ay pagkain ng baboy. Ganun daw ang buhay natin na pagmalayo sa Diyos. Kala natin masarap, kala natin masaya, pero pagkain ng baboy. Tapos bigla siya natauhan, sabi niya, yung mga mga kasambahin ng ama ko, mas masasarap pa yung kinakain nila sa kinakain ko ngayon. Babalik ako. Sabihin ko sa tatay ko, tatay, wag mo na akong tawagin anak. Gawin mo na lang isa sa mga kasambahay, isa sa mga katulong, isa sa mga alipin mo. Sabi ng tatay, ano ka ba? Halika dito, inakap siya ng kanyang tatay. This is the mercy of God. Ang sabi niya, sa mga katulong, maganda kayo, ang aking anak ay naligaw, ngayon ay nakabalik na. Ang anak ko ay dating patay, ngayon ay buhay na. Ang anak ko ay nagbalik loob. My son is now home. That's the heart of God, ano? That's the mercy of God. Na pag tumalikod ka sa kanya, aantayin kanya, bumalik sa kanya. Ganon din yung bansang Israel. God is looking forward for the day that all Israel will receive Jesus Christ. That the nation of Israel will come back to God. Yon yun yung sinasabi ni Apostle Paul. Tinan nyo to. Sabi ng Romans 11, chapter 1, verse 1, at saka verses 11 to 12. I ask then that God, has God rejected His own people? Tanong ni Apostle Paul. The nation of Israel? Of course not. Mang klase, no? Did God's people stumble and fall beyond recovery? Of course not. May pag-asa pa ba ang bansang Israel? Of course, mayroon. May pag-asa sila. They were disobedient. So God made salvation available to the Gentiles. But He wanted His own people to become jealous and claim it for themselves. Now, if the Gentiles were enriched because the people of Israel turned down God's offer of salvation, think how much greater a blessing the world will share when they finally accept it. So parang sinasabi ni Apostle Paul, sige, yung mga Gentiles nililigtas ni Lord. Sana mainggit yung people of Israel para makita nila na sobra yung blessing na tinanggihan natin. Ngayon, nagbe-benefit yung mga Gentiles sa salvation at sa love, sa mercy ni Lord. And so, the Apostle Paul was praying, Lord, sana sila rin. Mabuksan ang mga mata nila at makita nila kung ano yung wala sa kanila, ano yung nami-miss nila sa buhay nila. Minsan ganoon din tayo, no? Minsan kailangan natin matauhan at ma-realize kung ano yung wala sa buhay natin. Kala natin masaya na tayo sa ating mga nakakamit na ating nabibili at nakakakaroon tayo. Pero wala ang Diyos. Parang may kulang. Hindi ka pa rin masaya. Hindi ka pa rin maligaya sa buhay mo kasi malayo ka sa Diyos. That's what the Apostle Paul was praying. That the people of Israel will see that the Gentiles are being blessed and, and experiencing the love and the mercy and the salvation of God. Magkaroon sila ng pagkaingit. Sana kami rin. Sana kami rin. God never gives up on His people. No? Hindi sila binibitawan ng Diyos. Because naniniwala ang Diyos na one day, babalik sila sa akin. 
Ito naman yung pang-apat na katotohanan natin. God's mercy overflows to whosoever receives Christ. There is no condemnation. Tandaan niyo to. The heart of the gospel is this. That condemnation of God can be transformed into the acceptance of God because of Jesus Christ. Yun lang. Yung kaparusahan, binabaligtad ng Diyos, nagiging kapatawaran. Kung tatanggapin natin si Jesus. Ito yung sabi ng Romans chapter 8, verse 1. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Wala nang kaparusahan, wala nang paghahatol sa atin. Kung nasa atin na si Jesus, kung tayo ay kabilang na kay Jesus. So hindi ka nakakabakaba, hindi ka natatakot na impyerno ang punta mo, kaparusahan ang punta mo. Hindi ka mahal ni Lord. Ikaw ay dapat itakwil at itaboy dahil sa iyong karumihan, sa iyong mga basura sa buhay mo, sa lahat ng kasakayman mo at kayabangan mo, at lahat ng kasalanan ginagawa mo. Hindi ka karapat dapat sa Diyos. Hindi na raw. Lahat, lahat daw ng ating mga pagkakamali at utang sa Diyos ay pinawalang sala. That's the gospel, ano? that's the good news. No more condemnation. It's the mercy of God. Walang sinisino. Lahat pwedeng tumanggap ng awa ng Diyos dahil kay Jesus. Tinan niyo to, sabi ng Romans chapter 3, 22-23, the righteousness, this righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Lahat tayo makasalanan, lahat tayo patungong kaparusahan, lahat tayo isang, bar- isang laki ng barko ang kasalanan, yun lang magkakaiba tayo ng tingin. Tingin mo, mas konti kasalanan mo. Tingin mo, di ba, mas mabait ka kumpara sa iba. Pero sa totoo, sa tingin ng Diyos, lahat tayo disqualified. Lahat tayo sablay. Lahat tayo makasalanan. Yun sabi naman, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory. Lahat tayo baksak. Diba? Lahat tayo laglag. Yung sampung utos. Siyam yung natupad mo. Yung isa hindi mo natupad. Laglag ka. Lahat tayo laglag. Wala. Walang mas magaling. Walang mas matino. Walang mas mabait. Lahat tayo makasalanan. Ang pag-asa lang natin. Si Jesus. Tinan niya to. Sabi ng Romans chapter 6.23 For the wages of sin is death. Ano? Ang consequence. Ang kabayaran ng kasalanan ay kamatayan. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Ah! Ang regalo ng Diyos, ang awa ng Diyos, ay buhay na walang hanggan. Matatagpuan kay Kristo Yesus. Panagtiwala ka sa Kanya. Pag tinanggap mo yung regalo ng Diyos, ikaw ay mapapatawad, mapapawalang sala, ikaw magbibigyan ng Diyos ng buhay na walang hanggan. Ang ganda, no? And it's open for all. No discrimination. No barriers. God's mercy reaches us. Hoy, walang kasalanang hindi kayang abutin ng Diyos, ha? Walang kasalanang hindi kayang abutin ng awa ng Diyos. Kaya pakiramdam mo, wala kang karapatan, wala kang... Hindi ka pwedeng tanggapin ng Diyos. Ano man yung naginawa mo? Ano man yung nakaraan mo? Ano man yung pasan-pasan mong basura? Ano mang addiction ang daladala mo ngayon na hindi matanggal-tanggal? Ano mang bisyo ang sumisira sa buhay mo ngayon? Sumisira sa pamilya mo? Sumisira sa buhay mo? Kaya yan ng awa ng Diyos. The mercy of God has no barriers, has no limits. It reaches to the most sinful of all of us. 
God is offering us a way out. No? Binibigyan tayo ng Diyos ng pag-asa at kaligtasan. Tandaan nyo to. Mula pa kay Abraham, Isaak, hanggang kay Jacob, ay pinangako ng Diyos ang pagdating ng tagapaglintas. At ito nga ay natupad ng piliin ng Diyos ang bansang Israel bilang tagapagdala ng mabuting balita para sa lahat ng tao sa buong mundo upang ang sino mang tumanggap kay Kristo ay magiging kasama sa pamilya ng Diyos. The selection of Israel resulted in the salvation of the world. It has always been an open invitation. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. God's mercy is offered to all people. There is no discrimination. God's mercy goes against human boundaries. There is no barrier. God's mercy triumphs even when we fail. There is no more fear. God's mercy overflows to whosoever receives Christ. There is no condemnation. Tayo pa'y manalangin. Panginoon, salamat po dahil ikaw ang nagbigay sa amin ng pinakadakilang handog. The gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. The gift of eternal life because of your mercy and of your grace. Because of the cross. Dahil sa krus ng Kalbaryo, si Jesus ay namatay para sa aming mga kasalanan. At kami, Hudyo o Hentil, Jews and Gentiles, are welcome at the cross. No more dividing walls, no more hostility, no more barriers, no more boundaries. Every nation, every tribe, every people, every sinner is being invited to the banquet to partake of the life that you give us. Panginoon, nawa ang iyong mabuting balita ay maranasan ng bawat isa at tanggapin ng bawat isa. At na kami po, Panginoon, ay iyong maging tagapagdala ng magandang balita sa maraming tao, sa lahat ng tao. Lord, salamat po dahil Ikaw ay Diyos na punong-puno ng awa, punong-puno ng pagmamahal. Walang tinatanggihan, walang pinipili, walang sinisino, walang dinidiscriminate. Lahat, Panginoon, ay mahal mo at lahat ay, Panginoong, iniimbitahan mong maligtas at magkaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan. Thank you, Lord. You are good. You are merciful. You are full of compassion and you love all sinners. You love your enemies. You died for your enemies. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're a God of love. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen.